This is Podcast Game Show, the first trivia quiz show built exclusively as, well, a podcast. In each episode, we put a new contender to the test. It's season two, and this time, it's all about your favorite social media personalities and experts. Play along and find out what they really know. That's a good question. 20 contenders, four finalists, only one winner. Who will it be? Let's find out on Podcast Game Show. I'm Brandon Biard. Today's contestant is Wes Schaefer. Wes is in Murrieta, California. Wes, how you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Good. Uh, how are things in Murrieta, California? You know, it's nice. It's a little on the cool side. Can't complain. No humidity, no bugs. It's all good. Yeah, no humidity out there. Where is that exactly <laughs> in California? About an hour north of San Diego. Oh. A little bit inland. Wes is the ruthlessly pragmatic entrepreneur, creator, and owner of The Sales Whisperer. Great name. Um, it's basically, it's his firm. It's his consulting firm. It's an in, They do inbound marketing, sales training, and all kinds of cool stuff. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Wes is the uh, host of the Sales Podcast and author of a couple of books, so we'll talk about those. Wes, are you ready to begin? Let's just get right into this. I don't know. Ready or not, here we go. You sound ready. I think you're ready. (laughs) I don't know what you tricked me into getting into. I think you're the sales whisperer. Yeah, I tricked you into being on this show. You've got some Jedi mind trick going on here, man. (laughs) I beguiled you. No, you're going to have fun. I'll tell you real quick what you're getting into, though. You're going to answer 15 questions and one final question at the end, one final rapid-fire question. You have three cheats to help you on the way, okay? Two hints and one chance to Google the answer. And um, at the end of the season, our top four players will be ranked. They'll come back and face off, and the winner gets a year subscription to audiobooks.com. So that was very nice of them for donating that. So let's just get right into it. Bring it on. Bringing it. Wes, what famous person's epitaph reads, free at last, free at last, thank God almighty, free at last? Oh, man. You're going to start me on with that one? Yep. Free at last, free at last. That's from the civil rights era. Martin Luther King Jr. Okay, next one, a little more off the wall here. What? This is multiple choice. What video game console's name translates from Japanese to English roughly as leave luck to heaven? Nintendo, Atari, or Sega? Good grief. I didn't play any of these games. Um, Nintendo. Nintendo. Why do you say Nintendo? Because you said it first. Okay. Well, (laughs) solid, solid logic. I'll lock you in on that. Is it Nintendo? Yeah. (laughs) Nintendo is the only one. I don't think Atari is Japanese. Maybe it is. Nintendo is. Sega's not. Atari? No, that's... uh... What's it? Nolan Nolan Bushnell, I think, or okay. something like that, started Atari. He's up in the Bay Area. So there you go. Yeah. Nintendo would be the only Japanese one there. So perfect. You're two for two. Let's go to number three. I got a little pop culture question for you. The singer of songs such as All I Want for Christmas is You and Always Be My Baby 
once said she needs 15 hours of sleep per night. Who is this? It's either Mariah Carey, Britney Spears, or Lauren Hill. You know, the only thing I know about Lauren Hill is that she was just two hours late for her own concert. <laughs> That's true. She was. <laughs> I don't think I can know. I know a single song of hers. Uh, 15 hours of sleep sounds like Mariah Carey. Is it Mariah Carey? Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine eating 15 hours of sleep, but she says she does. She's a diva. She's a diva. Exactly. Question number four, little TV question. What TV personality abruptly left his hosting job on Live with Kelly Ripa to work at Good Morning America full time? It's either Michael Strahan. Michael Strahan. Oh, didn't even need the other choices. Don't even need the rest. Michael Strahan abruptly left, got a better gig at Good Morning America. And she was pissed. Apparently. Yeah. Last question in this first round, and it's a sports question. Do you follow the NFL? Um, I'm not a big pro sports fan. I think they're overpaid, but I do a little bit. Okay. This is an NFL rookie. So NFL rookie Laramie Tunsil lost millions of dollars in the draft this year because a video of him smoking weed out of a what surfaced? It was either a gas mask, a stormtrooper <laughs> mask, or an Iron Man mask. Well, that's really not the NFL, you know, because he was he was smoking it when he was still in college. So, you know, uh, but I am a college football fan. So, yeah, he was smoking it out of a gas mask. Gas mask. All right, let's see if it was gas. <laughs> what a <mask>. fool! <laughs> Gas mask, of course. He was drafted by the Miami Dolphins. He claimed that his Twitter account was hacked, and somebody put that out there. Either way, it cost him a lot of money because of that bad I heard it cost him about $12 million. Yeah, that's dumb, but I also feel bad for him at the same time. I mean, I got that in my top left drawer, and I don't give that to anybody, you know? But Is that a gas mask? No, $12 million. $12 million, of course. <laughs> No, if you're hanging out with a gas mask, just waiting for something to go down, I don't know. Or it could have been marijuana, but you know. Well, you are in California, Wes. I know, I know. Well, Wes, after the first round, you are five for five. Great start. Let's take a break here. Does that feel a little better now, getting those out of the way? No, now I'm nervous because the hard stuff's coming. You're a smart man. So Wes Schaefer of The Sales Whisperer, and I will say... Uh, you have a couple websites, so tell us about it. What are you working on? I help people sell Mo Betta. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, what am I working on? You know, my ultimately, all sales boils down to confidence, right? Uh, the, the prospect is buying your confidence. And so while I get into sales training and marketing automation and, and tools to help you sell Mo Betta, at the end of the day, what I'm working on ultimately is giving you the confidence to stand your ground, to ask the hard right questions, to understand that uh, you have the right to be in the presence of that prospect. You're not an intrusion uh, and that you have to ask a lot of questions before you can make a recommendation. And so that's that's ultimately what I work on with people. And so I come up with different programs to help um, salespeople across the spectrum um, get that done. And, and the brand new course that I just launched is called Make Every Sale. So it's uh, makeeverysale.com. And uh, that's going to be my signature platform moving forward. We've got plans for making that kind of the umbrella uh, 
uh, almost like uh, the Dummies series, right? Mm. So under the Make Every Sale program, I've got experts lined up to create subsets, you know, on social media or maybe paid advertising or copywriting or direct mail. So uh, you're going to be seeing a lot more of that Make Every Sale uh, moniker floating around the internet. That's awesome. Well, that'll look, we'll look forward to that. That's a great name. Make it so simple. But um, right. So you were, I did a little research on you. You were a captain in the Air Force. Uh, thank you for your service very much. And then you left that. You worked in corporate America for a while. And then what happened? How did you make that shift from corporate America to working for yourself and doing all this cool stuff? You know, I was always entre- entrepreneurial, but I, um, Maybe I was a little overcautious, but, you know, I was married, I had a wife, uh, had a wife, had a kid with another kid uh, in less than a year. Uh, And so, you know, I never wanted them to really be put out as I was trying to find my way in the world. Uh, And so, you know, I was recruited into various jobs and but I was always dabbling, right? I was always experimenting, getting my uh, real estate license. I was building homes on the side, spec homes, flipping houses. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, you know, as fate would have it, I ended up in technology sales right after the dot-com bubble uh, burst, but it was just before it burst, but we didn't realize how bad it was going to be. And so, you know, I spent many years at various startups uh, and would have success, but would still end up being laid off. You know, I, I'd be over quota and get laid off because the company just wasn't making it. And so as I continued to get better uh, and take courses and learn, you know, I met other individuals. I hired sales training mentors of my own that, that got me better. And then it just opened the door to um, creating this path. And I was always good at training. Uh, I did a lot in the Air Force. I was an instructor actually in my last two years in the Air Force. Uh, I liked it. I was good at it. And so being good at sales, being good at training and just kind of flowed. I noticed you have a, a kind of a Southern accent, but you live in California. Where are you originally from? Yeah, I grew up in Baton Rouge and I uh, uh, went to high school in Houston. Then uh, went to grad school at Texas A&M, lived in Austin for five years. So that's it, my brother from the South. I grew up in New Orleans, an hour away from you. Who that baby? We have a, a connection there. There you Small go. All world. I saw your uh, who dat shirt on... Uh, on your profile. Yes, I'm a big Saints fan. I don't know why I still am these days, but they'll get good again. One day. One day. Soon, I hope. <laughs> uh, this year, baby. Bring it on. So, Wes, you have a fun fact for us about yourself. <laughs> what do you got? Yeah, we got seven kids, uh, same wife, no no twins. Um, all, um, all were under the same roof until uh, last year. Our oldest just went off to college. And second one's right behind him. But uh, so yeah, we still have six at home. So nine of you under the same roof. Yeah. Oh, man. Yep. Full house. Not anymore, though. But Jake does come home to visit. And, uh, and usually when he visits, he brings friends. So, and everyone else has friends over. So I wish there were just nine under the roof. At any, any given time, there's at least 10 to 12. Uh, no sweat. And you got your own little city running oh, over yeah. there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And lastly, you brought a random trivia fact for us today. Well, you know, pound for pound, hamburgers cost more than new cars. Get out. Really? Think, think about it. I guess that's true. I, I, I've paid like $12 for a hamburger the other day. No, there you go. 
Wow. Pound for pound, a hamburger is worth more than a new car. <laughs> I don't know what that says, but that's messed up. <laughs> Wes, that's awesome. Um, now, I'll tell everyone, you at home, all of Wes's links, social media, websites, otherwise, will be on the show notes page on the website. So podcastgameshow.com. Check that out. Now, Wes, are you ready to get back in here and show us what you got? I don't know. Yeah, you're ready. I don't know. You're, I, I feel pain coming, man. I feel pain. <laughs> so I, like Mr. T, I pity the fool, tries to answer these questions. Well, you're going to try right now. <laughs> Round two. This is an audio question, all right? And this is a little bit different than anything we've done before. So I'm going to play a sound bite. These are the r- velociraptors from the original, original Jurassic Park film. The filmmakers use sounds from what actual animals to make the sound effects for this scene. All right. So have a listen. That's the famous kitchen scene in Jurassic Park. So what did they use to make those sounds? It was either goat tortoise or a dog <laughs> a tortoise goat tortoise what? or dog do do tortai make sounds i you know i can't answer any any follow-up questions i'm just the host nor would i necessarily know so let's go crazy and say tortoise all right i'm gonna lock you in on tortoise he's taking a big chance here Interesting choice. Does that mean yes or no? That was a lock-in. I just locked you in. Oh, okay. Is it tortoise? Oh, man. It is. Did you not know that? You had to know that. I knew the answer. You don't know. (laughs) What kinds of sounds they make, I don't know. Fun fact, that actual clip is the sound of tortoises having sex. (laughs) That's what the filmmakers use for that. Whoever watched that, and then who thought to film it, and then who thought to use it in a movie? Yeah, Spielberg and some other crazy geniuses, I guess. You got it right. (laughs) Unbelievable. You got the tortoise question right. If you wanted to go on a spiritual journey in the country where LSD was discovered, where would you go? You would either go to Switzerland, Russia, or Ireland. LSD. Really? Yeah. So, no way can it be Ireland. They're they're too drunk on whiskey. What was the other one? Switzerland or Russia? No, Russia's got uh they're too close to China. They get opium from there. Switzerland. All right, he's going with Switzerland by that logic. Let's see if that's correct. Yes, Switzerland. They gave us LSD and cuckoo clocks and chocolate. (laughs) Nice. Question number eight here. The last Dan Brown book and soon to be movie titled Inferno deals with this movement that wants to use technology to give people bionic implants, make them smarter and live forever. It's either transhumanism, cyborgism, or dehumanism. What's that movement called? 
It's got to be cyborgism. All right. So transhumanism, cyborgism, and dehumanism. You want to go cyborgism? Sure. Cyborgism. Okay. Makes sense. Is it? Uh, oh, first wrong answer. See, Dan Brown's an idiot, so never mind. That one doesn't count. Throw that one out. Throw that one out. <laughs> Transhumanism. And he did not invent that. He just used it for his book. That's what it's called. Some crazy stuff in there. Question number nine. Who did not star in the 1995 film Apollo 13? Bill Paxton, Kevin Bacon, or Kevin Spacey? Oh, dude, that should be easy. Pax, I know Paxton was in it. Who was the other guy? Kevin Bacon yep. or Kevin Kev Spacey? Bacon was in it. He was the one that was sick, I think, and couldn't go. So, uh, Kevin Spacey. Damn right. Kevin Spacey was not in Apollo 13. Good memory. Oh, yeah. I got to meet Jim Lovell, actually, at a, at a sales conference years ago. Really? How was he? Uh, he was pretty good. I would love to meet him. I love that movie. That's just such a cool movie. Yeah. Last question in round two. This is a podcasting question, and it Uh-oh. is not multiple choice. So listen up. What motivational speaker and author of the book, Awaken the Giant Within, recently launched his own podcast? Tony Robbins. Wes, you know sales. It is Tony (laughs) Robbins. Dude, everybody's got Awaken the Giant Within. I know. Everybody should read that book. So, after the end of round two, you got nine out of ten. Dude, you're on a roll here. Five more to go. This one is an audio question again. Are you ready? Can you play like some Prince or something? I, just easy for me to guess. <laughs> play like some Prince or something, right? I can, you know, just, just <laughs> guess it. You know, tortoises having sex. You're, dude, something's wrong with you. What's wrong with you, boy? Uh, hey, no argument there. This is the sound of you moving into level three. And this is an audio question. I'm going to play a clue read by a former contestant, and you're going to have to identify what it is he's talking about. This is Mike Metzger of MikeMetzger.com. So my question for you is, which social media platform can you add photos to different walls and people can re-add them to different walls? This is a social media that a lot of uh, women and soccer moms and teenagers are on and it generates the most sales revenue out of any social media platform. Wes, what's he talking about? It's got to be Pinterest. Pinterest. Hey, I like that Metzger guy. He's all right. You can bring him back. He did a good job reading the clue. Pinterest. I am not on Pinterest, but I hear good things. My daughters are on Pinterest. Good grief. Yeah. Question number 12. Now, this is random. It's another drug question, but legal drugs this time. Which of these is not an opiate? Codeine, Percocet, or Prozac? Hmm. Not an opiate. Percocet or Prozac? It's got to be Prozac. Wes says Prozac. Why Prozac? 
Because I don't know much about it. I mean, codeine and Percocet, I know they give you for pain. Uh, isn't Prozac for uh, anxiety? Or Yes, it is. You know cool. your drugs. All right, yes. Uh, I don't really have a fact. I don't have a fact for that other than exactly what you said. It's more of an <laughs> antidepressant. So, question 13. If the Queen of England decided to grant Sir Mix-a-Lot the lowest hereditary title in UK peerage, what would he become? He would become either Baron Mix-a-Lot, Duke Mix-a-Lot, or Earl Mix-a-Lot. <laughs> you know what? I saw him in Corpus Christi, Texas, about June time frame, 1992, Baby Got Back, and it was awesome. Um, All right, Baron, Duke, or Earl? Yes. And did you say them in that order? I said them exactly in that order. All right, so you're going, um, I'll stick with A, Baron. Baron. All right, let's see. Is it Baron Mix-a-Lot? Is that the lowest? Yeah, it is. (laughs) I should have mixed those up a little bit more, huh? (laughs) Baby got back. All right, two more to go. Music question here. Another music question. Derived from the French word mariage, it's a kind of music you're very likely to hear at a Mexican wedding or a Mexican restaurant. You're talking about like a mariachi band? I don't know what else to say. <laughs> you don't need to because it is mariachi. That's the All music. Right. Woo woo. Don't you love it when they just get up in your face and start playing when you're trying to enjoy it? Oh, my gosh. You pay them to get away. Yes. Last question. History question. Who was the British prime minister while Ronald Reagan was in office? Margaret Thatcher. Of course it was. (laughs) Margaret Thatcher and Reagan, same time. Well, Wes, uh, you've done uh, extremely well. 14 out of 15. You and two other people before you have scored 14 out of 15. Who'd have thunk it? This is episode 14, and you got 14 right. Meant to be. We got one more question, and this is going to be important now. Oh, I thought we were done. No, this is your tiebreaker bonus question. I was already drinking, man. God. Put the liquor away for five more (sighs) minutes. This is going to be important because as we're ranking people, um, this question matters. And this is kind of unfair because you are in California, but this just goes to show these are completely random. All right. I'm going to ask you to list seven of the top national public universities that are in California. Public. Okay. Yeah. Well, especially I got two kids just went to college, so uh, we've been knee deep in college applications. Oh, man, this is so unfair. Well, good for you. And they're public? Public, not private. Oh, so not like Stanford. Okay. Go. Uh, UCLA. uh, Oh, no, USC is not. uh, UC San Diego, UC Irvine, UC Santa Barbara, um, UC Riverside, San Diego State. Oh, we never beat San Diego State. I played Air Force. Uh, Two more seconds. Cal State. Cal State was the last one we got in under the radar there. All right. Let's see what you did. Well, I'll just read them in order. Number one was Berkeley. UC Berkeley. Okay. You didn't get that one. 
UCLA was number two. UC Santa Barbara is number three. Ooh. UC Irvine. Irvine, you got that. Yep. UC San Diego. Got that too. UC Davis. I don't see Davis on your list. Uh, UC Santa Cruz. Nope. Nope. San Diego State. Yes. Yep. And those were the top 10. So the other two you said were UC Riverside and Cal State. That's all right. You got one, two, three, four, five. Five out of seven. Hey. Not bad. Woo-hoo. Well, Wes, it looks like you are the top scorer this season so far. Congratulations. Shazam. We're all very impressed by your knowledge. <laughs> and your knowledge of California schools. Yeah, three three years of uh, planning for two kids to go to college tends to uh, educate you. Uh, those schools are going to cost you a lot of money somewhere down the line. Oh, my gosh. Okay, now I need to drink again. Now you need to drink again. I'm sorry I don't have any <laughs> prize money to give you, uh, but maybe you'll win some free audiobooks and learn even more about how to be an awesome salesperson and make even more money. There you go. Wes, at the end of this, you are a great contestant. What are you going to take away from this? Oh, man, that you are a sick, twisted, very creative individual. (laughs) Appreciate that. I got to keep my eyes on you and my hands on my wallet. Wise words. Most people do. (laughs) Well, my fellow Louisiana native, thank you very much for being here. Again, my pleasure. This was cool. Yeah, thanks. Uh, MakeEverySale.com. And we will probably talk to you soon, Wes. Okay, sounds good. Wes nailed it. I am a sick, twisted individual. Creative? Maybe sometimes. But you definitely don't have to watch your wallet when you're around me. Just make sure it's always filled with cash. Thanks for listening to another episode. You got to listen to tortoises having sex today. Haha, <laughs> gotcha. Hope you didn't like it too much. Now, if you want links to Wes, any of the stuff he's working on, just check out the show notes page, podcastgameshow.com forward slash Schaefer, S-C-H-A-E-F-F-E-R. All the links are there. And if you like the show, do me a favor, just share it. Tell it to a friend, share it on Facebook, whatever. Help it to grow, help new people find it, people who might like trivia like you. And come back next time as our contestant will be Jessica Howell of Social Studio Shop. And she's going to tell us a fun fact about Twinkies. Who doesn't love a good Twinkie fact? Those are like my favorite. Come back. See you then. Thanks for listening.